Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Welcome to the show today. I'm going to be talking about screen time. I've recorded a few episodes in the last month on screen time and the most recent one being episode 252, which was around the subject of how much is too much and what is enough. Because I think when it comes to screen time, we are we tend to, to set out very rigid with our boundaries. And what we tend to find is our kids wear us down and they whine and beg for more and more and more. And we ourselves are looking for more and more free time to get our stuff done. And what happens is we end up being loose on the boundaries. So we set them firm, but end up caving on them. And I know that this is true for many, many, many parents. And I will raise my hand as well, because I'm in this boat with you, you guys. It is really hard to manage. It's a beast to try and manage. And I at least consider myself to have got off relatively scot-free because my kids are now 14, 16 and 18. So when they were younger, this was not as much of an issue for me as it as it is now. If my kids were young now, it would be far harder for me. So my heart goes out to you. It is really, really difficult, but it is going to come down to us being really, really good with the boundaries that we set. So I had someone reach out to me earlier this week and she says that she has a 6, 8 and 11 year old and she said it feels like almost every challenging interaction with them is related to screens. She says she's always looking for new ideas and perspectives. Right now we have come to agree on two hours screen time per day on weekends only. So if I was working with this mum one-on-one I would ask her to go into more detail on how they have come to agree to the two hours of screen time per day on weekends only. I don't have any more information than this. So she might have done what I'm I'm going to suggest. But for those of you who who have who haven't um come to some sort of agreement on screen time, an interesting way to do this is actually to have your kids part of the discussion even when they're young. They can be really young and have them part of the discussion because it's a family affair. And so what I like to suggest is I'm a big fan of family meetings. You know that, but not super formal family meetings. Uh, You know, they can be pretty casual, but just to actually find a time where you're all sitting down together and you can discuss screen time and to look at it as a way not to start pointing the finger at them and get into an argument over the history and the story that you have got in your head based on the history, but more like what are we going to do about this going forward? Because this is a potential problem. 
So get their input, ask them, what do you feel is a reasonable amount of time to be on your screens? And then ask them, and what types of things are you going to be doing on your screens? Because that has to enter the conversation as well. Are they on their screens and it's all games or are they on their screens and they're looking at YouTube videos or are they on their screens on social media, on Snapchat or Instagram or other platforms that they they might be using? Because all of this is a is a really important information to get from them. If your kids are older, it's even more important to ascertain this because then you can help then you can help them be able to set boundaries around it for themselves. That's ultimately what we want. It's, I don't see the point in us being so rigid with our boundaries and minute, really making it hard for them to, to be living in a digital world but have little access to it and for us to be controlling it for them and always controlling it for them regardless of their age because what happens is they then get to a certain age, 17 or 18, and they go to college, university, they move out the house, and now there's no one to enforce the rule. Whereas what I like to look at is how can we help them become their own rule enforcers, their own boundary setters? Because I want my children to be able to live within a boundary, to tolerate the frustration of it, and I've looked at my role as being I've had to set the boundaries and the limits for them until they can start to set them for themselves. I want them to know for them how much is too much. And it might be different for all of them. But I need them to know, okay, I'm feeling like I've had enough. I need to put this away now. That to me means I'm doing my job well. So getting their input into any kind of house rules around uh, technology is really important. They might say, well, I want to be on the, the iPad for two hours a day every day. And you might say, mm, I think that's a bit bit too much. Um, how about X? And they might, you might negotiate on it. So you will come to some agreement, but you want your kids to have bought into it. If it's all you and you're enforcing the rules, they're going to resist it. And what they resist will persist because they will always resist you. So I'm not saying give them full control, but give them enough control that they feel seen and heard, that understood and that their opinion matters because that's what every child wants. They want to feel that. So if they can feel that in a conversation from you, they're going to be much more inclined to be able to live within the boundaries and the limits that are set because they've been a part of the creation of them. There's a big, big difference. The other piece that's really important is that you might have set boundaries on things and it might be X amount of time. But at that time, if the child has not come off the screen when the timer went or when they've had a warning, then we need to go over to them and see why it is they've not come off their screens. And I have been in this this position many times where I go, come on guys, timer's gone, off your screens. And they're going, mom, please. And I'm like, nope, off your screens. And then what I've realized is they only needed one or two more minutes to finish what they were doing because their games might not come in exact 30 minute chunks or 45 minute chunks or one hour chunks. They might be playing with someone. It might just be five minutes. So in that situation, I think it's totally fair and reasonable, kind and compassionate to say, okay, no problem. Five minutes more, 
no problem. But in five minutes, we need to go and remind them. And it's so tempting for us in those five minutes, we think, mm, I'll just go and put another load of laundry in. And on the way, you see something else that needs done and you end up in the garage and you're sorting out shoes. And before you know it, your kid's been on that the, the game for another half an hour because we overlooked the extension. So we all have a part to play in the patterns that exist. We co-create the realities that exist. So if you want to create a certain reality, you have to be a part of its creation. So we can't just enforce the rules when it works for us and then let them go when it doesn't. So, or when it does, you see what I mean? Um, so those are really important things. And the other thing with, with apropos to this particular mum that reached out with a six, eight and 11 year old, it might be that each of those kids need individual, different boundaries, different limits on the screen time. The 11 year old might need more time than the six year old. And, you know, then I think it is, it's really helpful for kids to understand that just because they're siblings doesn't mean everything is the same. They have to understand, no, my brother's three years older than me. He has different needs to me. It's like bedtime, you know, putting them all to bed at the earliest time because the youngest one wants to stay up till the eldest one's time. Personally, I don't feel that's fair, but also it's teaching the eldest that he's just got to go with the flow and, and, and go to the lowest common denominator because it makes it easier for everyone. So in order for children to be seen, heard, understood and feel like their opinion matters, they need to be treated for the age and stage that they're at. And the difference between a six-year-old and an 11-year-old is huge. So the six-year-old might be watching a, a, an episode of Dora the Explorer. The 11-year-old might need an hour to watch something that he wants to watch. And the show doesn't come in in 20-minute chunks. So fair doesn't mean equal. And I think when our kids see us being in their books fair and reasonable and treating them at, of an age that they're at and not just lumping them all into the same basket because we have three kids or four kids or two kids. Therefore, the, here's the rule for all of you. I don't care how old you are, this is the rule. Now, you can do it that way, but the resistance will p perhaps be more intense. So I hope that's given you some a few different perspectives, a few more ideas, but it really does come down to the boundaries. And once you've set the boundaries and you needing to hold the limits, uh, because when our children understand that the limit, the boundaries set for a reason and that the limit is being held for a reason and that when you say it's 20 minutes, it is 20 minutes or, but when you say it's 20 minutes and you give them an extra two or three, that's reasonable. But when it's 20 minutes and it, they need to come off, they need to come off. We need to be better at saying what we mean and mean, meaning what we say. Our kids see us flip-flopping a lot when it comes to boundaries, especially around screens, because them being on screens makes life easier in some way for us. It buys us time. So we have to be careful what we wish for. And um, hopefully these ideas will help you. If you need any more information on this, please do reach out to me. I'm always looking for topics to discuss on the podcast or topics within the topics. There might be something about screens that I've not covered that you would like some possible ideas and solutions for. So do let me know. But thank you so much for listening and I look forward to being with you all soon.
Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.